Jeff Thurlow, as always, for the YVH podcast. Uh, Jeff, do you have a safety message for us today? Yeah, sure do. Uh, given the current environment that we're in, I think it's always important to talk about making sure that we're hands-free and those things that we're using are, that are hands-free, make sure we disinfect the phones, the Bluetooth devices, and any type of smart watches or anything else like that, maybe your your PNET tablet as well. So yeah. just make sure everything's washed and cleaned up. Yeah, I mean, you got to kind of think of uh, think of your phone or, or your, your Bluetooth, your PeopleNet tablet, or wh- whatever carrier you drive for, Qualcomm, whatever you've got in that truck is a communication device. Think of that, that thing like your kitchen sponge. That thing is catching everything. It, it's That's what you're touching the most. You cough, you sneeze, you touch it. And so... Make sure you're sanitizing that thing. Help keep you help keep you healthy out there on the road. Absolutely, you can never be too careful. Yeah, no doubt. Well, this is uh, this is obviously going to be a different kind of podcast. Um, you know, we weren't sure we were going to do one this month. To be honest with you, uh, you know, like everybody else, we here at CFI are, are taking precautions and steps to uh, to keep us, to keep our work family, and to keep our families at home safe. And so, uh, but after some talks and some deliberations and choices, we we decided that. Uh, we didn't want to to disappoint our our family, you guys, and we didn't want to break this communication down. We wanted to make sure that we kept the open line uh, of talk from us to you going out there. And we want you the same thing. Give us that feedback. That's what the channels on Workplace, YBH, and CFI General even. That's what they're here for is to to make sure we have that that open form of communication. And I think the most important thing is to make sure that we're all working with factual, truthful information. Agreed. Agreed. And, uh, you know, with that, uh, something Jeff and I had always talked about, we, we thought we'd do in the, uh, in the podcast. And uh, really, it's always kind of normally news cycles for the trucking industry aren't that heavy. It's the same stuff over and over. But, but obviously, right now, there's a lot going on. And truthfully, we're not going to be able to cover it all. But... Wanted to kind of give you some stuff. Um, give you. I'm going to read off some news articles. Jeff's going to going to talk on them. We we'll kind of discuss kind of what we know is going on out there. And I'm not going to read the whole article. Just kind of little snippets from from what we know is out there. Not going to waste everybody's time <laughs> sitting here reading the newspaper to you. For sure. But uh, so to start this off, first thing that we kind of want to touch on because this is huge to the driving industry. Pennsylvania Pennsylvania rest areas are currently closed even to truck parking. Hey guys, Adam here. Sorry to uh, interrupt the podcast, but wanted to give you a quick heads up. After we recorded this show, uh, the state of Pennsylvania went ahead and reversed their decision and they are opening 13 of their rest areas. So there's a complete list available on Workplace uh, and then some different news articles as well. So make sure to check that out. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Now a couple of important notes with this before we talk about it, Jeff. Um, Rest areas on the turnpike are not included in that. So if you're traveling on the turnpike, the rest areas are still open. That doesn't mean that all the facilities are, but the parking is. So that's what I was just gonna ask. Do we know whether or not the the restaurants and those types of things inside are 
are they still serving anything? From what I understand, all the restaurants are closed. So um, the, when I was reading off Freight Waves, uh, what they were saying is that uh, the restaurants are closed. In fact, they're actually even bringing in porta potties, so that way drivers do have a place to go to the restroom. Obviously, a good opportunity to carry your own sanitizing wipes if you're stuck Absolutely. using a porta potty. Uh, but at the same time, they are still trying to provide some facilities. Uh, another thing that goes on with this is that the uh, Pennsylvania Motor Truck Association, so something similar to, to uh, OIDA or the ATA, uh, just housed right there in Pennsylvania, they weren't aware of this, this coming down the pipeline. It just kind of took them by surprise as well as everybody else. They immediately reached out to the state and said, listen, this is a big deal for truckers. You're, you're taking off a lot yeah, of... We, we've got to continue making, making yeah. sure interstate commerce yeah. is going. You know, um, and one of the things that they brought up is that, listen, toilet paper's a big deal right now. Procter & Gamble's in Pennsylvania. That's where they make the stuff. So they're like, there's a lot of truckers coming in right now more than normal. They need a place to park. So the state is reevaluating that choice, and they're looking at what they can do to still be good stewards and to help protect their citizens. Uh, but at the same time, try to give the drivers a place to park. Yeah, let's make hopefully make sh- they they make the right decision and get those open back up and make sure that our drivers and drivers across the nation are taken care of. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and so so luckily, there, it sounds like the, that's going to be an evolving story and probably some more news to come on that. Uh, along those same lines, also the state of Indiana. Let's yeah. go the other direction. Yeah, the so, complete opposite, right? Yeah, complete opposite. So Indiana has left. Uh, now, I mean, same thing. You're probably not going to have access to the turnpike facilities, but the parking's there. But a big thing, the Indiana DOT decided to step in and open the, their inspection stations to truck parking to help with the added volume. And so that's huge. Um, there's a lot of There's a lot of details going on with that. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of rules that they're kind of asking you to help them with because we can't interfere with their day-to-day operations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a good thing that they're doing that. It's kind of the complete opposite of you know what we talked about with the, the Pennsylvania deal, but um, hats off to those guys for doing that. And as always, I'm sure it's much appreciated. Yeah, no, uh, agreed. And, uh, you know, you can find more information on that on Workplace. Uh Big thing there is we're posting all news about uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus on the Contingency Support Center on the workplace. So uh, we do have some more information about that and the kind of rules that the DOT is asking you to follow if you do park there. Yeah, it's going to be another place that we can make sure that we're getting factual information from. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Now, this this news kind of came out this morning. Yeah, Um, just a few hours ago. This has the potential to to unnerve you if you only read a headline, okay? So you have to dive in a little bit more, a little bit more on this. So uh, headlines hit this morning saying that the Canadian border between the U.S. and Canada is closing. Now, that closure is to non-essential traffic. In interviews that I have read with both President Trump and uh, Trudeau uh, up in in Canada, I can't remember if he's Prime Minister or one of Prime Minister Trudeau, Um, they have both said that trade is considered essential traffic. And so the trucking industry, although there may be some delays, I mean, let's be honest, customs is probably going to have some added security. There may be some delays. Truck traffic will continue to flow between the United States and Canada. Yeah, as always, just make sure, you know, cool heads will prevail and just have patience with everybody. And, you know, we're all working together to make sure we get through this and and we're all okay with it. So just... Like I said, cool heads will prevail, right? Agreed. Agreed. I'll, I'll take anything, take any bit of news you read with a, with a grain of salt. Always check your sources. 
always dive deeper than just the headline. Um, so with that, here's another big one. And this one is not one that I think needs a lot of explanation or a lot of sources because everybody's kind of already experienced this. Many, many restaurants are going to carry out and drive through only. Jeff, what are your thoughts? Uh, again, just be patient. And, we're, you know, this is a probably unheard of times in probably most recent history. And, you know, we'll, we'll get through it. Um, just got to be patient with everybody and make sure that, you know, everybody's safety cautious and conscious and we're, m- make sure that everybody's doing the right thing. Agreed. Uh, you know, my, my thought when I started seeing this is I knew it was going to be a detriment to, to the professional driving force out there. Um, but at the same time, like you've said, Jeff, cool heads will prevail. And we've done a great job, you know, as an industry of reacting to this. Uh, and, and I think our professional drivers understand because their families are at home having to deal with this. You know, you're on the phone with your family dealing with this. I think we understand better than most that, you know, the people behind that counter are concerned about their families too. Absolutely. And, and just like us as drivers, as we're going in and we're visiting the shippers and we don't know where they've been, those, those people yep. taking our orders and handing us our food, they don't know where we've been either. Yep. And so I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a good step. Um, you know, it's one of those things I heard early on within probably earlier this week that, um, there was talk that you know it was getting back to us that that they were not letting our or letting drivers come through the drive-through on a walk-up basis, which I don't think they ever have. I remember you know when, even back when I was a young teenager that I was working at McDonald's, we didn't allow that either. Um, and we you know our senior level and executive level management reached out to Loves and um, made it very apparent that we are still serving drivers, just not letting folks come in and sit down and eat. Um, absolutely, you can still walk up and. If we are seeing anything else other than that, we need to make sure we make their management aware and they will rectify that situation uh, in pretty short order. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a, that's honestly, that's a really good segue because obviously we know Loves is, is our primary fuel partner. Uh, you know, we buy fuel from other sources, but uh, Loves is, uh, is doing some steps as well. Um, and so first and foremost is the showers. So obviously early on there were some reports that Loves was closing their showers. We did hear from them directly on that, and they answered very, very rapidly. And, and if you haven't heard this response, I'm sorry it's taken so long to get to you. So Love's had some isolated instances where they had to stop cleaning showers temporarily because they ran out of cleaning supplies. So just like everybody else, they went to go buy their Clorox wipes. I mean, I know they use different things, but they went to go buy their Clorox wipes, and everybody was sold out. So um, that has been corrected, and Love's has actually increased the level of cleaning they do on their on their facilities and that doesn't just go for the showers that goes for shared spaces like the the buffet lines or well, that matter the closed buffet lines but, you know the the general purpose lines where your coffee is and where your your sodas are things like that yeah a little bit of light humor my wife and i went over to walmart the other day to pick up a few things for lunch and they were actually putting the blue shop towels in where the toilet paper normally is so I guess everybody just has to be resourceful in these times, and we got to do what we got to do, right? All I can say is that's a rough scrub. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, on back with loves. There, there's some other things that they're doing uh, to kind of help prevent the spread of this of this virus, but at the same time, stay open and make sure they can continue to serve the professional drivers. So, uh, you will notice where they used to have self serve condiment stations. 
you know, with their food, they've gone to only prepackaged. So you can't just go up and get a scoop of relish anymore. You actually have to get the packet. So that was a transition they made. Uh, other things is they're uh, increasing the availability of hand sanitizer. So you'll see more stations. And you'll see this at retail stores too. And I know I was in, in Walmart the other day and there, where there's typically one, I probably saw at least six or seven different places to stop and get some hand sanitizer around the store. Um, other steps that you're gonna see. So refills, Loves has stopped all refills. So you cannot take your coffee mug or your, or your, big, your big super tanker and fill it up with Dr. Pepper anymore. Um, now, that doesn't mean you can't use your Loves card and get your refill. You just have to use a new cup every time. Yeah. Uh, that helps present the, prevent the transmission of any disease. So whether it be COVID-19 or the flu, it will help prevent the transmission from making contact from your cup to that uh, soda machine. So uh, now they did provide us a resource. And you can keep track of what Loves is doing by going to www.loves.com slash COVID-19. So C-O-V-I-D-1-9. And that's where Loves is going to have all of that information. Uh, now, our other partners, uh, they, they have some information out there as well, whether it be on specific websites or just on their general website. Uh, we're not going to go through all of them just for time, but uh, we will provide a list of those websites and yep. where to go find this information for all the truck stops that we're partnered with. Um, we're going to put that on podcast.cfidrive.com, and we'll also post it on Workplace for you. And so that will be places where you can go to get actual factual news on these truck stops and what they're doing so you just don't have to believe what you read on Twisted Truckers on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Just make sure you're getting good information. That's all I can say. Yep. And, you know, Jeff, to close out the news segment, you've hit on this a lot. I've said this word a few times, uh, factual news. And that's going to be a really, really big thing. There's a lot of rumors flying around on Facebook. Uh, heck, you might have saw last night, Facebook even issued a statement saying, hey, we, we had an auto filter out there. It was catching some real news. And they apologize for it, and they're working to fix it as quickly as they can. Um you know, we have to be really careful where we get our news sources. Do you agree there? Absolutely. And I just, you know, just a little bit of add on, you know, appreciate everything that you guys are doing out on the road. You know, Adam spent a little bit of time out as well as I did um, in my driving career. And I, I never experienced anything like this in the seven and a half years I drove. Um, so hats off to you guys and gals. Make sure that, you know, you're doing everything safely and and what you need to do to get your job done and, and, and appreciate the heck out of what you guys are doing for us. Yeah, agreed completely. And, uh, you know, Jeff and I both work out on the operations floor and we get to hear, uh, you know, the fleet supervisors, they're having your conversations, they're talking to you guys out there on the road. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, there there is a great sense of appreciation among the fleet supervisors. And what I'm most proud of is the sense of professionalism that we're getting from our drivers. Absolutely. And this is, obviously, we know you're worried, we know you're scared, uh, but you guys have done a tremendous job of facing this. And, uh, you know, we're going to, I know uh, later in the podcast, you're going to hear from, from Greg Orr and Dustin Cuisenberry, uh, you know, you'll, you'll get to hear what we're doing to help you be prepared out there. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just proud of, of our driving force and what, what we've, how we've responded and how things are going right now. Well, with that said, up next, we will bring in Greg Orr and Dustin Quisenberry.
And we are back, welcoming in Mr. Gregor and Mr. Dustin Quisenberry. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey guys. How's it going, guys? So, given the light of the environment we're in today, uh, we're bringing you guys in just to give our drivers some tips and tricks and whatever else we can do to make sure that we're doing everything safely and cl as clean as possible, right? Yep, absolutely. And I, I, I mean, at the, at this point, I'd, I'd like to think I, we've had a pretty good response. I've been very happy with how CFIs responded. And, you know, in general, we know this is going out to the public. So, you know, these I think these will be good tips just for any professional driver out there. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So I can I can jump in if you want. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. A couple things that, um, you know, we've been trying to do as a company to help our professional drivers is first and foremost, you know, as you think about washing your hands, um, I saw a doctor the other day saying that if you wash your hands on a regular basis, that can cut the opportunity in 50%, cut it in half, right? So that is the biggest thing that we can all do. Um, but, you know, some of the things that I would re highly recommend is, you know, you look at our terminals, obviously, those are what I'm going to call good quality safe haven locations for our professional drivers to hit. Um, we know that the showers are very clean. We actually brought in additional resources to be able to manage the showers uh, and make sure that they're getting cleaned on a uh, more than regular basis than even what they were. Uh, we're going to look at actually bringing in additional towels as well for our professional drivers to have availability there. And then you think about just from a personal standpoint, I think the biggest key for me is making sure that you eat healthy. Try to, if you're a vitamin taker, the big ones that I would tell you is <clears throat> what they're saying is vitamin C, vitamin D. Uh, those are the ones that will help you get through this. Drink plenty of water. That's the one big thing that really kind of surprised me is the doctors came out and said that that, um, you know, the more water that you can intake, uh, which is not always easy for a professional driver to do, right, um, being out over the road, but ultimately um, making sure that all of your, uh, I guess I'm going to call it orifices, are, are lubricated, right? And I think that's the... <laughs> It's probably a bad term, but hey, I'm the president and I can say what I it, want, right? It works. Um, but anyways, that that's one of the things that, that I would tell you to do. And then I think, um, you know, really the big thing is, uh, there's a lot of big things, right? But social distancing, trying to keep uh, at least six, seven feet away from everybody if you can. Um, and then I think as, as you look at some of the things that we're doing at each one of our terminals and, and hopefully our professional drivers are able to take advantage of this is, you know, we're putting... Uh, little hotel bars of soap out, uh, bottled waters. We started putting out some snacks uh, because we know that um, not always do you have an opportunity to uh, eat as healthy as you'd like to, so we're trying to put some options out there for professional drivers to take with them. Uh, we're, we put uh, Clorox wipes out there for all of our terminals, and actually we got another 300 uh, jugs going out again today, and then we should hopefully have uh, miniature bottles of hand sanitizer arriving today here in Joplin that we're going to actually ship out to all the locations. So those are just, um, you know, kind of some basic things that I can think of, and I'm sure there's hundreds of others, but that's my thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know uh, Jeff and I kind of talked about this before because we knew we'd want to touch on this with you guys. And, uh, um, you know, a couple of things, us as, as former drivers that came to mind, uh, but also one of the things is just kind of limit your time inside the truck stop. Yep. You know, the, your time exposed to other people is, is going to have an impact on whether or not you catch this virus. Yeah, and that's a good point. And, and, you know, Greg's talking about, you know, some of the amenities and things we'll have available out at the terminals. 
But, you know, to Adam's point, we want to make sure that we keep the terminals open. So you can go in, you can get something to drink, you can grab something to eat. You know, we've got snacks currently in Wilmer as well as Taylor. We should have them in West Memphis, Joplin, and Laredo as well. To Greg's point earlier, we've got bottled water at all of the locations. So we want you to absolutely take advantage of what we have, and we want to keep these places open to provide you with that support. But we want to make sure that you limit your 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 physical distance from others in the terminal. So right now, it's probably not a great time for a group, a group, large groups to be watching TV, to be hanging out in the lounges. You know, we've heard some of the truck stops perhaps are limiting certain areas and lounges uh, that they have open and available. And so we just, again, in an effort to protect everybody's health, we ask that you kind of get in, get out, take care of your business, get you a nice shower, and, you know, again, practice, you know, physical distancing from other other individuals. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, segueing into the technology standpoint, um, I think it's a good opportunity to embrace uh, some of the technology that we put in place over the last probably a couple of years with, you know, the CatScale app and the Transflow Mobile Plus and the Loves app now that we're switched over to Loves. Um, can you guys kind of share what those things do for us and especially in today's environment? Yeah, it's a really good question, uh, Jeff. And, and technology in general, we're going to talk about here in a minute how we're going to continue to leverage that to do two things. One, our focus as we work through this challenge is that we want to keep our employees we want to keep them healthy and safe, and we also want to continue to manage our business successfully. And so technology is going to be a huge part in that, and, and I, would, I guess I would go ahead and lean on into the fact that, you know, we're actually in the process of executing some physical and social distance, distancing here in Joplin at our corporate office. And what that means is that we have employees who are going to begin working remotely and begin working at home. And so we're putting a good physical distance in between individuals and people, but we're still able to stay socially connected through technology. So today our, our phone system allows us to be able to get right back into Joplin. Even if you're working from home, we can check PeopleNet messages working remotely from home. We can interact and support our customers' requests and needs from home as well. So as we continue to kind of scale back the number of office staff here in Joplin, we'll be leaning heavily on technology to help keep us connected. And, you know, you think about that 20, 25 years ago, that's a different conversation. People had to be together. They had to be in the same room. And because of the technology we have here at CFI, we're able to stay connected even if we're not working on the same campus or in the same room. So um, it'll be important. Absolutely. Now, I yeah. think one thing I'll say on that, too, is that, listen, this is not anything that um, that we're trying to do because of a certain situation. It's really more about we want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to stay as healthy as we can. And it's very, very important that all of our staff, uh, especially our professional drivers, have that opportunity to continue to be healthy because if we don't, guess what? America stops moving, and we can't yeah. afford that. You know, Greg, that's, that's a good point. If, you know, in Joplin, if we don't do a good job of protecting our employees and keeping them healthy and getting them spread apart, you know, we have to have a support system here today to attend to our drivers and give them that support they need while they continue to, to keep the country moving. And so that's a real focus of why we've spread people apart is for health and well-being, but again, to keep our business successful by making sure we can continue to support customers and drivers. And I think one of our big goals with that, and I think you guys would attest to it, that you know, those fleet managers, as they're especially, I think, today and yesterday probably were the first days that we had those folks working from home. And our, our real goal was to make sure that 
that was a seamless transition and drivers didn't notice it and I, I think that's went off without hitch pretty yeah. much yeah and and to be honest I mean the best part of it is is um, you know load volume is still continuing to be a lot higher than it's been in the last four weeks for us and to your point Jeff I don't think anybody even realized that this was all taking place and that was our goal it's pretty neat so it's it's uh, great to be able to see the execution behind the scenes to, to make it happen yep and when you look at the business segments that CFI supports today you know we do a lot of retail but we also have a lot of uh, committed capacity in the areas of healthcare supplies. You know, we have some with food grade shippers. We're doing a lot today, you know, with customers that ship things like bottled water. So, you know, the things that we need today to help keep America running, you know, CFI is playing a big role in that. And to Greg's point, demand continues to be strong across the board, even with our retail customers. Retail stores are open today to help get those products in the hands of the customers who are needing them. So. Demand continues to be strong, and we expect um, we'll continue to see that in the very, very future as well. So, yeah, no, you know, it's nice to see uh, see an uptick, you know, in freight, even if for the the reason is is terrifying, and, yep. you know, the but uh, it's it's good for it's good for the industry, but it's good that uh, you know we're able to provide that heck that paycheck to send home. Absolutely. And so, where some people right now are scared. Yep. So as our drivers are out there on the road. You know, they're helping again, they're keeping America running, they're, they're bumping docks and they are interacting with people. There are still some things that we want to remind them to be mindful of, right? And so we do encourage them, you know, to practice, you know, social distancing and physical distancing as they're going across the country. Again, if they're going into a truck stop, they're limiting their interaction with large crowds. A lot of our customers, I'll tell you, they're already being mindful of the situation and limiting uh, rooms with with drivers lounges and crowded facilities where they're putting drivers together so they are also doing their best to limit you know environments where drivers might be out again in waiting areas or lounges at customer facilities so we just encourage you again to stay mindful of that keep yourself isolated as much as you possibly can um, and you know Greg I can't say it enough you know he's reminding us to you know to beginning of the call to stay hydrated and, and there's some just real simple things we can do to make sure that we're sanitizing areas that we you know we come in contact with doorknobs those kind of things just be mindful about good hand washing practices as well as you're out there you know another thing that <clears throat> I brought up to Greg earlier and we had a chance to talk to him a little bit before we come on air and that and um, just getting away from the physical health and making sure we're doing everything safely washing hands and that type of thing um, Drivers obviously out there by themselves running down up and down those roads and um, making sure that if, if you guys need somebody to talk to and um, while we don't want to increase the call volume all that much as much as possible and keep that as you know work related but we understand that if you need somebody to talk to and reach out to us and let us know what's going on if you know get rid of the fear and, and that type of thing and we're working with facts just to just to make sure that we're doing everything we can for you yeah absolutely I, and, and I would encourage the fact that um, you know <clears throat> phone calls shouldn't be any different for us whether we're working at home or whether we're working out of the office so um, all of our terminals are still well staffed they have the ability to help out and support as well so if you need something you know don't don't be bashful and, and raising your hand making a call whatever it may be um, talking to people while you have the opportunity that's that's what's going to help us all get through this so Absolutely. at the end of the day um, you know there's all all kinds of 
um, you know, alternatives as well. I mean, I reached out to about 15 or 20 drivers last night on Workplace, just instant messaging them saying, hey, how you doing? How's things going? Are you all right? And everybody came back with a solid, hey, we're, we're doing great. We're moving freight, and that's what we want to do. This is the best time for us, and we're proud to be a part of this. Well, and in reference to communication, you know, one of our objectives is to do our best to be proactive and push information out to the fleet on, in, on, on items that we feel like you need to know. And so we have developed uh, a cadence um, right now that we would like to follow on pushing information out. We want to be respectful about not overwhelming you, um, but we also want to make sure things that we think you need to know, we're getting that in your hands. And so on Tuesday and Thursdays, uh, we are going to begin sending out, we'll try to make it as, as intentional and directly to the point as we can. We'll send out a PeopleNet message with useful information because we know PeopleNet hits all of the fleet. But I would also ask that you leverage uh, the Facebook Workplace application that we have here at CFI2. A lot of great information we're gonna be posting out there. And then on Wednesday afternoons, we're gonna do a weekly video. And again, we're just gonna talk about things. What are we seeing in the industry? What are we hearing from our customers? What do you need to know as a driver to do your job safely? Um, and we'll try to do our best to keep you updated with um, the important topics that, that we think you should, you know, you need to know in order to do your job. So uh, again, we'll try to be proactive with that. And then if, if things pop up um, during the week outside of that, we're not gonna wait till a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday to get it in your hands. We'll try to be intentional and send out a message if it's something um, that is more urgent and can't wait. So that's what you can expect from us as far as communication. Guys, I know you uh, you had some statements on Wednesday, obviously with the with the meeting or with the with the uh, message you put out. Is there anything that you kind of want to rehash, uh, you know, here on the podcast that you talked about? There's there's only one other thing that uh, we we would address, I guess, and that is, you know, back to the um, physical distancing and social distancing. Um, I want it to be clear that our objective is to keep our office staff healthy and our drivers healthy as well. And so one of the changes we are gonna make on the Joplin campus is we are going to restrict access to the Joplin building um, for anybody who does not office or actually work inside that building. And so, you know, for drivers, for uh, mechanics, for other people in the organization who aren't, don't have a need to be in there, that access will be restricted beginning uh, Thursday morning. So we're not doing this um, intentionally to, to necessarily alienate anybody. We're doing this to protect the health of our employees and um, just wanna make sure people understand that's another measure we're taking to protect protect the health of the CFI family. Yeah, and, and, and I wanna make sure that people understand this is not, um, obviously it's not an easy decision for us to do this. As we are an open door company, we love to talk to everybody and see everybody and shake hands. But, you know, we're in a position now as a country that we've got to make some hard decisions and being business leaders, uh, this is one we felt that is important for all of us to be able to comply with and hopefully um, put ourselves in a position to be successful to where our employees and our professional drivers can continue to be healthy. And the last thing we want is for something to happen to where um, you know, God forbid somebody does happen to get sick that it gets passed around. So if we can minimize that exposure, I hope everybody understands that, but that's why we're doing it. And, and that's a call that uh, we all had to make as a leadership team and we feel it's absolutely the right thing to do. So we just ask you to support that and make sure that, uh, you know, as soon as we have the opportunity to uh, 
be back to business as normal, you, you damn well better believe that we're going to have the doors wide open. You know, just, you know, Dustin brought it up in our morning stand-up with management this morning, and then I know, Greg, you pretty much any opportunity you get, you talk about how proud you are of anything that we've ever had to work through. You, It's just amazing how, how well we do with these types of adversities. Um, you, anything you want to add, just bring that up again. Or Oh, geez. I'll probably get emotional if I do. Um, <laughs> you know what you think. Say, I'm already starting. Um, you know, yesterday, the guys, IT guys were going around and actually installing um, technology on everybody's computer to be able to work from home. And the crazy thing is, our people don't want to work from home. No. That's what makes this place beyond special. Yep. And, you know, and reached out to our drivers, they were the exact same way last night. I mean, every freaking one of them, 15 of them, called back or, you know, messaged back and just said, hey, we're good. This is what we get paid to do. This is why we're here. That's right. And we, we're happy to be here with CFI because we know that you guys are going to communicate to us, take care of us, and we're going to be successful. Yep. So pretty big story for this company, I'll tell you. Yeah, it's uh, just – I actually do have something there. This is, this is something that we talked about just before the, the podcast, Greg, and I, I think uh, – I know you talked about maybe wanting to mention this. I think it's a good time for it because that, that culture and that who we are um, – we're we're gonna spread that, and you know we have how many how many companies are in the Transforce U.S. operation? Um, U.S. operations is just uh, right now it's just Transport America and CFI, uh, but we've also got about seven or eight other um, what I'm gonna call specialized divisions that are outside of my I guess leadership at this point in time. Okay, well um, you know obviously same thing that they're facing the same burdens that yep. we are and yep. our drivers are running into shower problems and we talked about it in the news segment that yep. you know loves and how, how they'd run out of cleaning supplies and, and uh, you mentioned that we may be just going ahead and, and letting their drivers shower at our terminals and yeah yeah I, I would tell you it's probably going to be very hit and miss because our territories don't overlap very well um, when you look at the specialized division versus CFI or Transport America but um, you know, we want to be open with all of our companies to be able to support that. So any of the TFI-related companies will have access to um, our facilities to be able to take a shower and make sure that, you know, they can stay healthy out on the road. So, um, <clears throat> like I said, I wouldn't expect to see maybe more than one or two uh, a week coming into our facilities. I really doubt that we'll even see that, to be honest. But we're going to open that up as an option because it's just the right thing to do, and that's who we are. That's uh, I appreciate it. It's who we are. It's it's part of our culture, and you know they may be extended family, but they're part of the family. Yeah, it's one of those things that always goes back to the. I started here as a student driver back in '08, and you know you always got welcomed, and then people asking how you're doing, and it's one of the big reasons why I made the move in 2015 to bring my family 800 miles away from everything we ever knew, and you know we didn't know anybody down here outside of the CFI family, and um, I think Jamie and I. You know, we both attest to it that it's the best move and best thing we ever did for ourselves. So it's it just is what it is. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, if we want to close this up, Greg, uh, we opened it with a with a safety message. Greg, do you you want to close us with one? Oh boy, let me think of one real quick. Um, you know, it's a, it's as important that we take care of ourselves. You know, as we just talked through probably 15 minutes of discussion here around making sure that we take care of ourselves, right? But I'll say this in in Knowing that, you know, there's probably going to be some shops and things around the country that may close down over a period of time, 
uh, I would just ask you to make sure you're doing a very, very good pre-trip and post-trip on your equipment. And please get road service involved earlier than later. That way we have the opportunity to help you out uh, and keep you moving because ultimately, folks, it's going to be more important than ever to make sure that we are moving you down the road and not sitting waiting for something to be repaired. And we all know that there's going to be breakdowns, right? But I think if you have the opportunity to catch these things up front, um, report them if you see them. Uh, that way we have the opportunity to fix them before the next driver gets to them. So I think that would be my safety message today. Well, it's a good one. It really is. Being being alert and knowing what that equipment's doing is always important. Yep. So thank you guys. Thank you for uh, the response. I know it's been... I can't imagine how difficult it's been and the decisions you guys have had to make over the, the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, we appreciate your leadership and your guidance through this. Absolutely. Thank you.